0: Welcome to the Co-op Mode, episode 64. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm your host, Todd Oxtra, joined by my co-host extraordinaire, the Canadian Mark Carabin. How you doing, bud? I'm great. How are you? Doing good, but I realized I didn't put on my snazzy... uh, Trophy Room podcast T-shirt I just oh, bought. No. So I'm wearing my 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 company shirt for yogurt. So well, how yeah. lame am um, I?
1: What am I? I have a Super Mario shirt on. So I'm at least representing video games. But uh, yeah, the trophy That's room true. shirt is great. I saw the picture today, and I feel like if this wasn't E3 time, this would have been a great like N64 recap. So I'm a little sad that we're not talking about N64, but I'm very excited to talk about E3.
0: Um. Yeah, I remember it in '64. It'd be a very short discussion. Oh well, that's perfectly fine. But we are blessed this week to have a new player join the co-op couch, and that is Mr. Brock McLaughlin. Brock, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Kind of like what you do and uh, the things you're involved in. Cool. You're you're too kind with that that lovely intro uh
2: i'm brock mclaughlin that that's my name on everything uh i'm into gaming you can find me i i I game at brockstar gaming i've been game writing about gaming for years now uh and here and there a little bit more than a little bit more than usual these last few weeks because of e3 and other things like that but uh yeah really happy to be here and talk more about gaming
0: I really flubbed awesome. that intro. Well, you need know what? I'm and fine it, with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think if, it's fine you, at you
0: you know what if oh, you yeah. need to do it again, go ahead. Uh, I tr- I edit this out and I give Mark all the edit points. So for the video portion, so if you want to do it again, it's all you, man. Oh, absolutely not. No, I just want people to think
2: I'm very confused with my own life.
0: <laughs> That's Let's perfectly it. fine. I like it. <laughs> we're just you know so glad to have a new guest on the show um so uh from this point on um i'd really like to uh ask a couple questions so people want to know how you got into video games so we kind of find that by the console that you started with or that really dragged you into the world of gaming so what was it for you
2: oh yeah it was a super nintendo for me for sure i got that sucker in 1994 Uh, and being an only child with an only mom uh we only had like we only had one game and it was super mario world and she would just bring me to her work uh which at the time was at a gym and i'd just like hang out in the basement and bring my super nintendo and just play it for hours on end and like she didn't have to get me a babysitter uh and you know she didn't need to like check in on me because i was extremely distracted by the the visual screen which has been pretty much my whole life being distracted by a virtual screen Digital,
1: digital babysitters, man. That's that's the way to go.
2: It worked, man. Like, it, and it, I felt such a sense of joy because it took me like three years to beat that game. But, man, it was uh, it was fun. So that was kind
0: of what got me into it for sure. And so, with that, do you have a favorite like franchise or a character? It doesn't have to be with any specific console, but it just could be something that just you really identify with. I like a lot of games. I'm I'm a huge sucker, and it's
2: embarrassing to say it loud. But for Kingdom Hearts, I just love those stupid, stupid games. Uh, I played every single last one of them except the mobile game at through to completion. And I'm not I'm not proud of that. Um, I wouldn't recommend it to most people. But that's a game that definitely stands out for me. It's something I just can't get enough of. Is it
1: possible tra- to give a recap of the story?
2: Or how much time is do we have? No. Something that you <laughs> can follow a, as a
0: fan? <laughs> not a clue what's going on. Mark, time. you would need 350 days. De- over twenty two hours and twenty six minutes. I think that's what they I do, right? I've, like,
1: I'm not, so I'm not a big like JRPG fan, but I love Disney. So I've tried every once in a while to like either watch videos or like read some like wiki stuff of like what the hell is going on in these stories, and it's like the craziest shit. And it's like, why? Why is this so complex? I just want to see Mickey Mouse with like some Final Fantasy character and just like doing some funny stuff and it's like the most complex story ever and it's oh, just yeah. so convoluted and it's like part of me loves that but like part of me is just like what? like why and it's it's <laughs> yeah man but people love it
0: there's clones there's time just well, the infinity mark if you want a more less complex story <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> i love disney infinity i really miss that game man me too i like
1: oh yeah uh, I just had an, an Iron Man. My, my son was playing with the, oh. the Disney Infinity Iron Man. I don't know. This it one was right like, here? literally on the table earlier. Um, that's the one. That Which is, is one. now in my house. Uh, he was literally <laughs> here. Oh, no, you stole it. <laughs> I stole Damn it. Damn it.
0: Yeah. It was I, such I a missed opportunity. Uh, both 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 Lego Dimensions and like any of the toys, Life Games, they should just release a digital-only version where everything is unlocked. I mean, it would That's do so well. With Infinity on PC, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Why wouldn't they do that with consoles? There's, there's money to be had because kids would love that. I didn't even know that game came out know. on Just PC. Silly. Just that silly. is Just wild silly. to me. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Disney Infinity, Lego Dimensions, all those games where it's essentially, uh, you know, I, it's, it's kind of funny because Mark, I, I, I hope you have a console that you will keep that eventually Finn can play on because that's yep. not going to be in the future right i mean i guess yeah. uh most of the consoles like xbox one and and uh ps4 i think ps5 and xbox one or xbox series x they recognize the peripherals now i think from those that previous junk okay. whereas like xbox 360 you could not get xbox 360 peripherals like uh, USB things to work on an Xbox One, so it's right. very weird. So, like, but Skylanders I think we're good. Portals. I remember, yeah,
1: that was like the problem there. So I switched things over to PS4, and then now I'm kind of back on the Xbox train. And it's uh, so my my toys to life peripherals are all just like sitting there. But well, like I loved Disney Infinity so much. Like Mickey and Minnie from that game were my cake toppers at my
0: wedding. So like, <laughs> love that game. That is, awesome. I won a ridiculously. I won a uh, from a it was like a, a, a amiibo collector or the, a guy that did all the, the all the toys to life things, and he had a contest. and I won one of the Mickey Mouse like very rare Disney Infinity figures, and I think I sold for 150 bucks. Wow! Yeah, so it's wow. it's kind of a shame, but yeah, I I still have a bunch right in front of my my uh, TV. I've got all of the characters. I love that aesthetic, and it just works so better. And still looks much better than the Avengers video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm nodding in agreement there oh really that, well <laughs> yes i i hope that companies take a risk again and bring back toys to life because i i just think it was such a cool uh
0: very too short-lived uh experience
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i i really think uh mario x Rabbids would have been a toys to life game if they really tried hard but yeah after what was it the star star field game yeah yeah is star... yeah. so, uh, it like starfield. Yeah. So, yeah. starfield isn't it okay that game that was star, a cool star, game star link yeah. star, star link, link. not starfield star with uh bethesda <laughs> right <Star laughs> that's
1: what with uh with so yeah that that was a such a weird game because the the i don't think they put too much faith into the toys to life part of that because it was like so hard to find things at least here uh so i got the physical copy of that game mm-hmm. uh with like with the uh the r-wing and like Star Fox and stuff but then i could like and i got it a little bit later right so like it was really really tough to find everything so i just kind of basically moved that whole game over to digital and bought like some of the dlc and that kind of stuff and like a few other like spaceships and people and whatever um, but like i think i only played it once with the actual r-wing and like the joy cons in there like to to do the controls because it was just like I don't know, yeah it was a complicated kind of process but like i kind of liked the idea of being able to like swap the guns out like in real time and see it happen in the game and stuff like it was they were they were onto something cool but i think at that point it was like waning so much that they were just like yeah we'll produce a few of these little peripherals and stuff but like eh, maybe not yeah, so i just expected on of like the rough caps of like every single checkout yeah
0: yeah such a shame. You, and it was probably the best Star the Fox store. game in years. So there we, have, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It, I love when stuff like that pops up at the dollar store. It's like so random and weird. Like and that's yeah, that was like the 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 graveyard, the elephant graveyard for so many Toys to Life things. You'd find like, you know, the Halloween special Skylanders from two years ago and be at the dollar store and be like, what the hell? Like weird dude with the giant <laughs> like uh pumpkin eyeball. Just yeah. Like, the two people that followed Skylander, Like, Sean Capri right oh, yeah. now is just being like, yeah!
0: And no one else is, like, following this at all. <laughs> oh, I was a Skylander dad. I was a Skylander dad. My son was so into Skylanders, and it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I was perfectly geared towards taking as much money away from you as possible. But, oh well. Um, guys, let's talk about games a little bit, because we're going to talk about E3 the majority of this episode. So we're going to really just... Pick really quickly what we've been playing last uh, couple of weeks, but you know it's going to be very short. So, Barack, what have you been playing?
2: Uh, Ratchet and Clank. I finished that one. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was really wow. cool. I don't think it was a big step forward in the actual series, but it just looked so damn good that I was just too distracted to notice that it really wasn't doing anything new. And, and honestly, I just had a lot of fun with it. So that that one really stands out to me. And then otherwise, it's been Pokemon Snap. A whole ton of Pokemon Snap because it's just such a relaxing and chill experience. Nintendo really did the bare minimum with it. (laughs) Didn't come to like They didn't offer anything really, uh, but I just can't put it down. I probably put at least 30 hours into it and and still unlocking things and still seeing things I've never seen. I I love it, and I I shouldn't, uh, but I, I love it. I'm, I'm
1: the same way it, I am. Yeah, probably, probably close. Maybe not 30 hours. I'm saying like probably 25 at this point, but like I'm getting there and yeah, there's just something about that game that is very special, but it's like, I wasn't even a fan of the first one. And I said that numerous times on the show, like I don't get it. And now I'm just hopelessly addicted to that dumb little photograph game. It's (laughs) like, whatever.
2: I just give up at this point. I love it. It is dumb. It is. Yeah. Really no, uh, dumb. no, no
0: Pokemon printer for you. Brock? Did you What's get the that? Pokemon printer? No, no. That's Did you get the Pokemon far. printer. No. <laughs> okay. Just want to know extra, but the line is, I, I no, was, no, I was, that was too embarrassingly
1: far. Looking at those printers, uh, the other day <laughs> again,
2: and I didn't get one. I didn't get one. I, I don't like editing photos or anything in video games. It's just not for me. So I, I don't know. That just feels like an extra step. I don't want to take.
0: I don't blame me. Right, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. I just want to play the game. Pokemon Snap is not. uh, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I won't talk about Pokemon
1: Snap. You guys, I'm I'm just waiting for Todd's head to explode. This is. is What have you been playing? Then they're
0: judging us. (laughs) <laughs> well i will i will uh glom onto your ratchet and clank i just started like i just got it in the mail today uh i started playing it and uh apparently you're supposed to play on a performance rt mode which gives you basically 60 frames per second full race racing so that's the way to play it it's beautiful mm-hmm. looks gorgeous it's awesome um it is kind of funny this gen everybody's struggling to do everything um mm-hmm. they do a couple things really well and they don't do everything fantastic because quite honestly high-end pc graphics cards cannot do 4k 60 ray tracing everything it's just very hard to pull off so the fact that these systems can even do part of that is amazing but i'm I'm really liking the game i i the dual sense still blows me away and i was using the 3d pulse headset it just it's a different level of immersion that i just feel like that is next-gen gaming to me that i just so glad they went forward with and yes playstation is all its problems but i love the fact that that makes me feel like it's a little bit something extra that i can't get anywhere else and i hope everybody else takes that on
1: yeah my, my brother's been playing that and i haven't seen it in action yet i I've, I've been wanting to and i i'm gonna go out and and see him this weekend i'm sure if not sooner and uh and check out that game in person because i've seen videos and, and this and that but like I, I don't
0: think it's the same unless you see it in person so i can't i can't freaking wait the hair. The hair. Just you look at that, just like each little hair and it's beautiful. And and, and Lombax, Lombaxes are just beautiful. I it, love it's them. a beautiful uh, game. So on. yeah, uh and, and Mark, I just want Yeah. I just wanna I've never seen anything
2: so pretty. Like it's just so beautiful of a game. It it blows me blows me away. It's a really it's it's a really one of a kind experience for sure. At this point. That's amazing.
0: But you're right, Brock. It doesn't do anything. I haven't gotten to the riffs yet, and I heard okay. the riffs are kind of still a gimmick. But still, it's pretty cool from what I've heard. Yeah, it, it's a gimmick. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a couple of those that's with that's next that's gen, like right? You have gimmick, sure. Gen. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Like taking pictures of Pokemon.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. So, Mark, you got around to playing the tunic demo? Yeah, finally. Um, uh,
1: so, so yeah, this is this is a brand new demo. They just announced it for for E three. So, if you've played the demo uh, for for PC or at different events and whatever over the last couple of years, uh, this is a different one. It's a different slice of the game, and and they they kind of created it just for this little experience, uh, and it is just as delightful as I wanted this game to be. Uh, just just played it a little bit this morning, so I, I didn't explore too much. But I found the stick, I found the sword, I found the shield. Uh, I found a whole bunch of other fun little items. Uh, I've run into multiple enemies, most of which I've killed. A couple of which have killed me. One killed me real bad. Like I mean, just wiped the floor with me. And it was like I don't feel like I should have experienced him this early. Maybe I should go find a shield, and I just found that shield. So now I got to go back and try to whoop his ass. Uh, but this game's awesome. I'm I'm loving it so far. It looks amazing. I I man, I, I just can't wait for the full thing. And that was one of the things I kind of wanted from E3. So we we got the demo, but I kind of like hoped that they'd just be like, hey, PS Tunic's gonna be out in a couple weeks. Um, but you know that game. I think even just playing the demo. I think, you know, take, take your time, just make it as, as great as this little slice is Uh, just, just do that for the whole game. So I'm excited. Um, And, and that's, that's really like, I've been playing Pokemon snap. I've been playing the new season of Fortnite. There's aliens now instead of dinosaurs. It's some fun stuff, but you know what tunic I'm so excited about that. That's I'll, I'll leave it at that.
0: I also have that on, uh, I I downloaded on on the Xbox. Right now, I I think I sent you guys a link that they're doing demos. There's like 40 demos now on Xbox. You can just try and Mm -hmm. play them all. I I would say there's nothing big that's like, oh my God, this is like the game to try out. But there is a a slice of life. Some are games that you've played before. Some are new. Uh, Tunic is one of those. I played Tunic, a PC demo. So I'm curious to see if it's the same, but it's a short little demo that one I played. So if it's the same one, that's awesome. But if there's more, I'm excited to play more. Mm Mm-hmm. Um the last game I played was very fun. It's new to uh Xbox Game Pass. I think it's um it's on PC, also on uh console, I think cloud as well now. Um and it's called The Wild at Heart. And the best way to describe this is it looks like Gravity Falls crossed over with Pikmin. And the art style is very uh storybook, and you basically get these little guys. You throw them at things, they beat things up, they come back to you. They can die, and you get different classes. If that sounds like Pikmin, it's very much like Pikmin. I don't know how else to describe it. It, it is Pikmin, but it is adorable. So far, there's like no night like uh, time issues, which is what I hated about Pikmin. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm having a good time. Oh, no, you have to hurry back because you might you know, not make it. So I'm like, there's none of that. This is just a story-based. You do different things. There's tasks you have to do. Um, It's very enjoyable. I really like it. So um, I've probably put about an hour into it. But there is a weird undercurrent about really heavy drama between you and your dad, who apparently is an alcoholic, and you're running away. And he keeps on having dreams and thinking about it. So there is an undercurrent that's a little darker than Pikmin. I don't think there's an alcoholic father in Pikmin. Oh, you didn't play the sequel, did you? Oh...
2: That, that is way darker than I thought given the trailers I've seen. Also that game's been on my two playlists for so long. I, I really need to do something about that. And I'm probably going to play some tonight because it looks really good. That like looks right up my alley. Literally downloading it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so wonderful. And I, I, I'm, I mean, except for the, the abusive father, hopefully he's not too abusive. Maybe he's just a bad dad and he just drinks a lot. I don't know. If there's I love else. how you
1: but, quantify, like, qualify, like yeah. I hope he's not too abusive. Like, a little bit abusive is okay. Like, no, just don't be a shitty, abusive person.
0: I, yes, that was implied.
1: Let's just clarify that. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I just, like. Yeah, so I, I might have been like, I might have missed something because I'm I'm looking through screenshots and downloading this right now and being a bad co-host, but like I just want to put it out there, like don't be a shitty,
0: abusive person. That's true. And um, since we're a video podcast, Mark, you can even tell what you're doing now. You can. That's just, you I, mean, know, I know. Like, your yeah, I should, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, yeah. Know, for anyone
1: listening, I I actually showed uh, my screen and and legit was downloading. Um, and you can. Speaking of which, if you are listening and you want to see all of our faces and the shenanigans that we are doing, we do have a YouTube channel and all of our podcasts are going video. So this is a great time to go like subscribe. Uh, they say slap that like button or whatever the hell they do on YouTube. Um, I'm cool. Shut up.
0: Well, if you think our voices, yeah. Oh, slice, slice it. it! That's yeah, what we're doing these yeah, we slice, slice that like that button, subscribe, <laughs> <laughs> like a ninja. Wah! <laughs> and if you and if you think our voices are sexy, just wait till you get a look load of us. I guess. Yeah, mm. just so here I am here. <laughs> oh no, the the, the six packs coming out. Yeah, the only reason
1: playing. we had Brock on this show is potentially showing nipple, and we just about Ooh, got it
0: right there. Ju- a ju- it's a second. little
2: too early yet. it's, it's
0: okay. Make it up. Is yeah, that adult and explicit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we shall see what how the night takes us. If the night takes us there, you're all along for the ride. And that even makes people want to go on YouTube to check this out, guys. So exactly. follow along. Yeah. yeah. So when you're when we're not playing games with potentially abusive fathers, uh, we are. We've been watching E3, and that's really been a big thing of it. E3 is a little bit different this year. Um, E3 kicked off actually with Game Fest on June 10th, and then essentially wrapped up today with namco bandai i think was the last official event Mm -hmm. um and yeah it was a mixed bag of i would say almost 10 or 12 events and if you were not taking notes you missed a lot and you probably forgot what happened, so we'll we'll basically be taking you through the ride of E3 this year. Um, there's actually an Xbox follow-up event called the 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 Showcase Extended on June 17th. Then EA Play comes back on the 22nd of July, and Steamfest is on the 16th of June. So this thing's really extended but at least we've got the core you know press conferences uh we got a treehouse we got lots of twitch events and just lots of people talking about games and wow um so just very quickly what did you guys think of this year i mean it it was it was definitely felt more like normal but um it's still a little bit constrained so what was your overall impressions
2: i'm just glad we got it at all i i i'm shocked we got as many trailers as we did honestly i mean i didn't expect really anything this year so just getting a few games that i was like excited about is you know all i really needed i i don't need to be sold anything at this point i'm already all in on next gen but just knowing that the games are actually coming out this year was uh was a nice bonus and made me you know happy i bought the systems when i did but otherwise it felt very weird like honestly it was just weird
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much echoing that statement. Uh, I'm just happy it was back. It was a lot less. Um, I'm. I'm happy it's a lot less spread out than it was last year with like the Summer Games Fest. And that that was like, hey, we're gonna have a huge event on a Tuesday and then a really small event on a Thursday. And then two Tuesdays from now, we're gonna have an event that we're not gonna tell you if it's big or small. And maybe you should tune in for five minutes or five hours. Uh, And it was just, it was such a, like I I understood what they were doing, but it was, I found it very messy. So this year having these events, and like you said, unless you were really keeping notes, even like today, and I, I tried to follow as much as I could, uh, over the weekend and in the past week but it was like okay what one happened at xbox and what was in the summer games kickoff and like you know, it, it was it was hard to keep track of and i, I started reading some like recap lists and stuff but and like, oh right they announced that there and then showed it off more later um but like overall i thought this was a really great show off of like like Brock said, like why you should be happy that you own these next gen systems, or if you don't, what you can look forward to. If you can find one of these next gen systems and I, it's still hard, which is frustrating for anyone that hasn't found one, I'm sure. Um, but you know, my, my Xbox series X already gets a ton of love and it's going to continue to get a ton of attention through the next uh, year or two. So, uh, overall, I'm I'm super happy. What about you, Todd? What do you think? What did you think? Uh,
0: yeah, I thought it was a great step forward, and, it, and it's funny because E3 in a way um, didn't show up last year. Like the organization ESA just said, "Oh, we're not, we gave up." So so Jeff came in, filled the spot. You know, I know he tried hard. He had Muppets. He did a lot of things. He tried hard. Um, this year, Ed Weezer. So I mean, giving him props. Uh, he had some weird things on there too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so I think everyone's adapting to this new new because previously not everybody did events. Even uh, you didn't have that. You basically maybe showed up on a stage of somebody else, or you're probably at the actual show floor and people sh- saw your games. Um, I was a little disappointed that they didn't drop more demos and do like more, almost like here's our game and here's an audience that can ask questions about the game. Hmm. You know, more interaction with developers and things like that. Because typically it's the uh, writers and the, and the and the reporters that do that. So I thought that's kind of a missed opportunity. And everybody said, well, I'm a media guy. What does that mean for me? And I'm like, well, why didn't they do digital appointments? Do GeForce now yeah. to demo games? There there were so many missed opportunities. I felt like, you know, and I, I think e, the ESA actually charged like still a huge premium to even just say you're in E3, which I just think is so silly because, Yeah.
2: That was my biggest question: Is why would you pay to be here, and not just do your own show like next week? I, that's what really confused me. Like, I get why PlayStation wasn't here. Why would you pay that upfront cost? Xbox doesn't need to be here at all. They could just do their own fan fest they used to do. It was that was part was yeah. very confusing for me. They didn't seem to offer anything that they could have just done themselves for way cheaper.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like. Think- Following along on on stuff, I don't think I used any official like E3 channel. Like I followed the Xbox show I watched on Xbox's uh, Twitch channel, Nintendo show I watched on Nintendo's YouTube channel, uh, the Summer Games Fest kickoff I watched on the Game Awards Twitch channel. Like I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't use E3 channels or anything for for any of this. So yeah, you, you guys are right on. Like what? What is the point, I suppose?
0: Yeah, I mean, they had Greg Miller and a couple other people um, at kind of like hosts, but I rarely saw them at anything. So I never felt like they were the cohesive piece that brought everything together. Jeff, uh, uh, you know, Jeff Keeley also did the same thing where he had he but he had people on and and had other things connective tissue. I kind of felt like that added some value, like he had um, Rod Ferguson from Diablo 2 on talk about. So it's just really weird. And I can see this basically. Them just saying, we're going to meet in June in a week, and we're not going to call it e- E3 anymore. We're going to call it something else and just show up at the same t- – everybody has their place and just have fun. We don't need E3. We don't need to get charged for the presence of Jews using that term. Call it something else. And then, yeah, because Sony made a point. We're not paying them six figures just to have their name when we can have our own event and just as many people will show up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that was weird. Um, but it was cool to see as many people show up. Some people use that time wisely. Some companies had time for no reason except to really, I think, bore people to death. It was just weird. I mean, Coke Media? Ugh.
2: I I just wonder if people were were invested from last year and it was just kind of they're bringing the costs over to this year and just had like nothing to show for it. Mm Because there was definitely some shows that did not need to be there. But they were just trying to fill that time slot with uh, some game footage that Probably people didn't care much about. I'm looking at
0: you. Yeah, like of, yeah, Galaxy. I'm, like... <laughs> <Just> gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking look at good. you, Capcom. <laughs> oh. Capcom showed up Capcom and basically was, showed. Yeah. yeah.
2: I didn't watch Capcom, but I watched it on Twitter and know that no one seemed to like that show very much. Mm hmm
0: uh bandai namco essentially because they gave up elden ring early did a a focus on the man of medan game i'm like really that's what you did spent your time on a game that series that people really don't care that much about? it it was all over the place and the future game show i i, I would say i'll eventually check that out i don't even know what they did it, it's just weird yeah yeah so it, yeah
1: it was definitely a mixed bag So everything, like I said, was, was kind of a mixed bag, but, uh, let's break things down. Let's, let's start off with something positive. What was your biggest hype moment over this whole last week, weekend, whatever it was? Uh, Brock, let's start it off with you. What was your biggest E3 slash summer game fest hype moment? What was, what was the big one for you?
2: Oh, that's. Tough, probably should have thought about this, but there's so many. Uh, I, I guess if like it comes down to it, Elden Ring looks really cool. That trailer was just cut so well. Most game trailers, I don't, I don't think are that great. They're pretty boring. Uh, that was done so incredible that I was like, okay, I'm all in. Now it looks like an Xbox 360 game, so it, it, I'm like, oh, it's a little rough. Uh, this is supposed to be coming out, uh, but other than that, that game looks tight. Uh and I want there was another one. I can't remember, but Elden Ring was like mm-hmm. definitely a highlight yeah. for me. And yeah, for and
0: sure. I guess Halo
2: multiplayer. About you. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to do multi-part cuz I can't stop myself. So I'm going to say um I think a couple <laughs> my my wow moments or hype moments was I think a couple of the uh events really took advantage of doing something special. Devolver Digital did not point once again. Uh, Their focus was Chili Dogs, and their focus was also on Devolver Max Pass Plus, the new era of monetization as a service. They kept on saying it. It was absolutely hilarious because they're making fun of everybody has a service, everybody has a thing, and they just made it fun. And it's talking about like, oh, and this is premium to our service, uh, to the Volver Max Plus Plus service. And they were eating Chili Dogs every two seconds, which I just found weird. And then you found out um, that it was all kind of just a dream and at the end you actually saw them filming it too, which I just love that they just embrace the medium and have fun with it. And it's been five years on this journey of just doing weird and crazy things. Um, Surprisingly, the PC Gaming Showcase also embraced it as well. It was like watching MST3K, where they're almost like in their own little spaceships and doing things. One girl was in a mech warrior-like thing. And it was just like, you know what? They're having fun. The PC showcase is usually a hot mess, and nobody cares because it just doesn't feel very unique. But they really embraced it, and I thought they brought the fun. So I I will give them kudos for just making the most of making their event interesting because nobody else really does more than just, here's trailers, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So um, I like that. Now, from a, a game perspective or a hype moment, um, I I can't deny that finally getting a Metroid game didn't bring my heart with joy. Um, this is by the same team, Metroid uh, Dread. This is by the same team who did uh, Samus Returns. Yeah. And Metroid Dread actually goes back a long time ago as a rumor game, I remember Pierre Snyder and IGN talking about this game was supposed to come out. Yeah. Around the same time, I think Metroid Prime 3.
1: It was it was and teased It finally in, came in out. Metroid Prime. I, yeah. I think it was Metroid Prime 3 yeah. or or one of them. Uh, there was there was a a note or a poster or something that you could find I believe in that game that said uh, just dread or method dread or that there, there was some kind of a, a an easter egg that you could find if, if my memory served me correctly that like yeah this this game has been a long time coming and I don't know if they've been working on this game in some way since then or they just decided like you know what we're gonna shoot out this new 2d metroid game you know what name we should really use for this metroid dread let's go with that one because it'll really you know make the the fanboys go uh woohoo and it it totally did whether this game's been in development for a year or 12 years like it doesn't matter right you know like we're we're all like i'm sitting here and i've got like my samus like action figure and the samus amiibo and i'm all like ready to go and so I'm, um, I'm, um, I'm just like, yeah, Metro Dread, finally, cool. Yeah, it's been in development for 12 years. And it probably hasn't, but whatever.
2: Woohoo! Yeah, that, that was the saddest woohoo <laughs> I have ever woo-hoo. heard. Uh, woohoo! Wow, woo-hoo. it's well, gonna make the fanboys go. I, I, when
1: I picture woo-hoo. like business meetings, they're very unemotional. Which, they're like, yes, we can make dollars from this, and the fanboys will go woohoo, and uh, they don't, they don't mm-hmm. get the enthusiastic like woohoo. Uh, you know, but yeah, that's that's it. They have to hire someone as a hype man and they just you know, they just come in and they're like, hey, woohoo for us, and the guy's like, woohoo. And that's that's how they do it.
0: They had to do Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um they they had to do something eventually for me. And that's all I asked Nintendo, just do something for Todd once in a while. And this was my moment, so I'll take it. Um and it's funny they said, This is the first new 2D Metroid in 19 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just- and, uh, and and can we all agree that no. it doesn't doesn't look ama- no, amazing? I, I agree. I, like, or is that a touchy it, subject? It, it looks a little stiff.
1: Or so, there's something mm-hmm. like it looks kind of like a 3DS game.
2: Y- yeah, like with all the other. Metroid S games that have come out in the last 19 years. There's just been so many cleaner, better-looking games than this. Yeah, I, it just looked very. I wonder I don't if know, that's ge- the decision generic, to go.
1: I guess? 3D on a 2D uh, plane, where we've seen so many Metroidvanias take very unique art styles, uh, whether it's retro esque or hand drawn or whatever. But we've seen so many of these games that mm-hmm. take yeah take it in interesting new directions and it's like yeah i i I get what you mean and i was watching this direct with my wife earlier and she she said the same thing she was like doesn't look awesome like and i was just pumped because it like gameplay wise i think it's gonna look great uh like while you're playing it and I, i said the same thing about samus returns i did not think that game looked good but as soon as i had it in my hands i was like don't care it's great uh but i'm i'm getting the same kind of vibes as as this one i'm very excited to play it but um and it is like you know top of my my woohoo hype moments um which is going to be a thing i'm putting that on a freaking shirt like woohoo uh with like a like grumpy cat <laughs> woohoo yeah. yes
0: um yeah woo-hoo. but
1: yeah no I, I i get what you mean i understand
0: I the only complaint cuz I think they're doing some th- interesting things. I think it's called dread because you're dreading the fact that there's these monsters, these mechanical robots you can't take on. So, you're basically uh, it's almost like survival horror in a way, which I think is a cool element for Metroid. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like the armor set. Like I said, it looks like my set of Destiny 2 armor where it's like I have to get the ragtag stuff because I couldn't get a cool set. That I liked The weird color variation, it doesn't look very cohesive. And I wish they would have gone, got rid of the orange in the middle and just gone all that blue and, and white. I think it would look so much cooler. Um, but they don't ask me for uh, my design ideas. Well,
1: it, there there's a few way. points uh, re-watching it again with with my Maybe. wife uh, just before we started recording. there There are a few points where it looks like the suit changes. So I don't know if it's going to be completely cool. customizable or if you're going to get upgrades that change the color and that kind of stuff. But uh, I, I it doesn't seem like you're going to be stuck with that suit. So if you, if you don't like that one, I'm, I'm hoping you can just kind of swap it out. That's cool.
0: Um, yeah. And, and it was funny because it said Metroid five at the start. And I'm like, what does that mean? Is this the fifth official Metroid game? I don't think it is but I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's the fifth in the series in regards to timeline. I just don't know. But um, yeah. yeah, that was really weird.
2: Especially when they said yeah. that four isn't right. Well, so maybe this is right. Four. Prime is, it a series se- is, is, is it a sequel to four
1: is different. And the prime series is a prequel. I believe, isn't it? To super Metroid. I don't remember. Maybe. So we're so so this this, this this is so this returns is the sequel is not after good.
0: it's the Game Boy Game Boy game, right? Is that's the yeah, so we had Metroid the original Metroid, Metroid 2
1: was on Game Boy. Uh, we had was Fusion Super the prequel Super or was Metroid, that a remake of no, something? No, Fusion is the last one in the timeline so far. So this is happening. After okay, so Fusion. it should be three. No, four? Super Metroid know. would be three, then Fusion. Okay, uh, oh, this is Metroid okay. five. So the Prime series hmm. is happening in the same timeline, but it's, it's kind of star Wars esque where the, the numbers are all messed up and no one cares. Uh, but sure. I think the prime series either takes place before one or before super Metroid. And I'm going to, I'll try to quickly look. actually, you know what? I don't care because it's Metroid and it's great. Uh, but I think that's, that's, uh, I, I was going to try to look it up and like start, <laughs> but that'll just get me down like a weird Wikipedia rabbit hole. And I'm just not. Uh, so yeah, but th- that, that's, so it, it is the fifth, mainline metroid game and now everybody's knows, and they're dumber for it there we, yes exactly i've successfully killed brain cells thank you
0: perfect okay well yeah i mean i just i just think it's time that we and, and i said this it's it's time to it's great to see nintendo make a game that just feels more mature and it doesn't feel like it's got to be um playing for everybody i i'm hoping they will go that way in the future not everything has to be for everybody play Play, take some chances like they did with Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem's not for everybody, except for little kids. It's a it's a weird strategy relationship uh, JRPG. Um, and they've made like 85 of those. So <laughs> at least, well, I'll take one Metroid every decade, apparently. <laughs> and I, I have to
1: point out <laughs> that, Todd, you tried to come at me on Twitter a little bit when I said, we still don't have a new Wave Race. And you said, well, it had been 19 years since... A new 2d metroid game and i said yes but it's been 20 since wave race blue storm which was the last freaking wave race game so i've still been waiting longer and my fellow wave race fans will agree that it's it's about freaking time nintendo come on throw us throw us a jet ski and
0: I heard Nintendo is going to give you a sticker on my Nintendo rewards with the, just you know what? On. I'd take it at this point, a hundred percent. Like I would
1: take it. I, I don't even, whatever. Like just it's, it's a little things, Mark.
0: That's all you can ask for. Uh,
1: yeah. Anyway, my yeah. biggest hype moment, yeah. I'm not going to get down yes. uh, on, on the, the lack of wave race. Um, I, I will reiterate. Yeah. A hundred percent. Halo infinite. The multiplayer looks amazing. Metroid dread, I'm on board. I love it even though uh, yeah, I wasn't super blown away with the visuals. Uh but one surprise for me that got me very hyped that that no one's mentioned so far is uh Sea of Thieves plus Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm I'm super excited. I love Sea of Thieves. It got me back into the Xbox. I literally bought my Xbox One because of Sea of Thieves. Um I like last generation, I kind of like went PlayStation first for the first time ever and like saucy of thieves and was like rare plus pirates, like sign me the hell up. Like, let's get some rum and just have a time. And like, yeah, hundred percent. But I haven't really like, I played it for a while and then kind of dropped off of it. And this is like, just getting me back. I love the first pirates movie. The rest of them are like, whatever. But like, still, I just... But I love the ride, like I love Pirates of the Caribbean, like the ride in Disney World. So, like one of my all-time classic favorites, and just I, man, I'm just I'm I think I was looking for an excuse to get back into uh to to see of thieves, and this is kind of doing it for me. So I I've re-downloaded the game. I'm ready to rock, and this is coming out really soon, which I think is. Like if this was coming out later, I think my hype level would be like, whoa, and then really drop off. But I think since this is coming out so soon, it's like, yeah, Jack Sparrow, let's go. And I'm ready to go. So that was like a surprisingly weird um, hype moment for me that I'm I'm excited to get back into that.
0: I thought I was just wondering, did they borrow the Disney Infinity uh, character it's model? Close, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that was, yeah, yeah. It's really I, close. Could they make a single player version where it's like the ship, tw- uh, it like drives itself. Like <laughs> it's auto autonomous. I tried that game and I'm like, I'm trying to do this stuff and I don't really always play with people. I like the idea of it, but when it actually gets down to it, I'm like driving a ship like that is too complex. can do multiple yourself, people yeah. to do multiple things. Yeah. No, you can't. So to me, it's like, it's nice, I guess, but th- I think they need like a, an idiot mode or something <laughs> like that for me.
1: I used to drop in.
0: Yeah. I haven't played in a couple of
2: years. I, I'm yeah. just I, I'm just happy yeah. they keep updating it because people keep keeping to play it. You know, people love it. They do play it, and I think it's a great friendship game. If you got a great you know group of people, then good on you. It just never really vibed with me after. You I, know, I used my to short like I was so it into beginning. it
1: at, at one time that I used to jump in solo and just like take a small ship out and just be like the peaceful weirdo that was just fishing and like helping other people out if they needed it and like i'd jump on like other ships and just like help them do some random shit and it's just like like yeah just drop me back off and i'm just going to go fishing back on my boat and like it was just it was it's such a weird and like wonderful game i just i love it i can't wait to get back in and like check out some animal pets and
2: stuff like oh man yeah i'm i'm excited man it's yeah mark do it yeah. you're kind of making me want to redownload it I might do that. Uh, uh, not for the Jack Sparrow. I have zero interest in the Jack, Jack Sparrow, but it, it is a really beautiful game to look at and I, I have great. not Let's seen make what a pact. Let's make a shit. pact.
0: Let's make a pact then. I will give it my best if someone invites me and I will be the swabby, the guy swabbing the decks and getting the the, 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 the mollusks off the <laughs> side or whatever those things are called. I don't know, Mark, you're from the sea. <laughs> <laughs> what are those what are those things called? <laughs> like, like, mollusks mollusks
1: barnacles? Yeah, is it? The the barnacles. The, I'll the barnacles be the barnacle guy. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, they are a yeah. bitch to get. Barnacles, out, like every every fall. Okay, um, but yeah, uh, I know. Like Joseph Moran said, he's he's re this. Like, there is going to be a crew going, so I, I I'm 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 really excited to, to get some people and
0: and hit the seas. So it's it's going to be fun. Okay, I'll get my pirate head ready. We'll see how this goes. Um, okay, we're moving on to the next level mark. So um, our next question was. Oh, 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 before we,
2: before we skip ahead, can I just oh. give a shout out to Outer Worlds 2? That trailer kicked so much ass. It was a big hype up moment for me. I, I can't believe a sequel's ready for that game. Um, a little worried that they're just going to, I guess, reusing a lot of assets. Maybe this was the DLC that was planned. There was definitely points on that map that weren't ever explored. So I feel like those are just leftover that they're now using for the sequel. Uh, Bold of them to call this a sequel but i'm all the way in i'm stoked outer worlds was so much fun yeah, i that was one of I the funniest loved, trailers love the shit like
1: aside game. from the whole conference like devolver that did something really like stupid and weird like i thought that was like laugh out loud funny just making fun of everything and itself it was it was great
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: and it was so they got accurate. to do it right in the right time too, right in the middle of all these trailers you already saw You're going to see more Mm -hmm. trailers and you're going to think of exactly what they said. Guys going in slow motion looking really cool. And here's a character you see a silhouette because we haven't finished his model. I mean, just things like that are just so good. And the Outer Worlds, I said Outer Worlds potentially is going to be better than Starfield because that's what Starfield most likely will be. Very similar to that. So I'm like, okay, Starfield, you got your game up by uh, Obsidian because they already beat you to Mm. it. Yeah. Love trailers because we got so many of them. And not much gameplay. Hmm. Surprising. Mm -hmm. Okay. Most meh moment. So Marky Mark, what's your meh moment?
1: Uh, Very short and simple on this one. Uh, Steam and mobile. If that's not
0: ringing a bell, go watch the Square Enix showcase. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That teaser of here's the remake of all these Final Fantasy games. Just, just, I just, I don't know,
1: man. I, I, like, I like mobile. I literally just tweeted out a couple of hours ago about how excited I am for a new Altos uh, adventure, Altos Odyssey spinoff kind of thing coming to Apple Arcade. If you haven't checked those games out, go do it. Um, I talk about Apple Arcade, I talk about mobile games, I talk about that a lot here. But, like, there's some things that for me in these conferences was just grinding things to a halt and that was when they were like showing off something that was like hey here's a guardians of the galaxy game it's going to be this it's going to be a single player we're going to fix hopefully fix some of the freaking problems that happen with avengers and forget about avengers because these are the guardians of the galaxy but also here's a whole bunch of shitty mobile games and it was just like it just uh, i i just uh, I don't know. I and I might have been just tired or something when I but I just I've seen other people complain and just be like if I hear Steam and Mobile one more time, like you know, I'm just gonna lose it. So I'm I can't be the only one. That was just such a
2: big the yeah. What about you guys? Uh, I I agree with you a hundred percent there. Uh I my dis I was very disappointed by that Starfield trailer. It was just like so lackluster and detail or any, like really anything. It didn't look amazing. It didn't give any kind of sense of the game. It wasn't as lame as like their Elder Scrolls 6 trailer, but it was up there as not being very exciting. And yeah, Outer Worlds 2 stole the show, uh, just being funny and, you know, more self aware. So that was a big bummer for me. And then, I don't know, there's a lot of kind of bummers. That Guardians game, not really didn't look very good especially mm-hmm. how they botched the marvel avengers game so much just the fact that you can only play a star lord that's a big red flag for me i'm like oh that sucks you're literally in a guardian with or in a galaxy full of creatures and wild you know other cool yeah. members <laughs> of the team and you get stuck with star lord like great Great, uh that's cool. Of course, Square Enix would just focus on the one dude, um, and, and then, then Nintendo's was kind of a miss for me. It was like a a mix of okay and uh, where like where's the Animal Crossing love or you know, and then another a Mario Party game we've already had. Surprised like, that really, wasn't the best you can like give they us. They
1: just added the multiplayer mode for was it Mario Party Nine, and then oh. they were like, also here's some old maps. And I, I legitimately, cause I, I was trying to watch a little bit at work and like, I, I legitimately came in like halfway through that. And I texted my wife and I was, cause she was talking about Mario party DLC this morning before anything happened. And uh, she was like, that's kind of what I want. And mm-hmm. so I texted her. I was like, Oh my God, you're getting DLC. And then I saw something on Twitter. I was like, wait, I, I think I was wrong. Like this is a full game. <laughs> Of old maps that's not DLC for the game that they just updated with multiplayer? Like,
2: what? Why? i know there's That's there's good. another 90 bucks for a, an okay mario party game mm-hmm. like the last one was just kind of getting okay uh, and like now you're like gonna force yeah. me to buy another one yeah, 100%, and nintendo yeah. obviously will because i will pay it because i'm an idiot yeah.
1: but you know yeah, it's she said the same thing we're Like We're again when we were watching this uh she was like so they're gonna like it's gonna be a full price and i was like yeah and she was like, I don't know if I want that. And then it showed like the pre order now. And she was like, Ooh. I was like, It's not coming out till like fucking October. Like, just wait. <laughs> wait for a minute. And like, just don't wait for the reviews. Like, pick it up for my birthday in early November. Like, just make, make the, like, at least make an excuse to buy this game and drop 90 bucks on it. And she was just like, But you can pre order it now. And I was like, Oh my God. And we're going to, like, because we're know- dumb.
0: Well, wait until the reviews come yeah. out and tell you how it's okay, and then pay your ninety dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Okay experience.
1: IGN gives it a three, and I'm still like, here you go, he's my money, thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's hope you use your uh, switch uh, light because you can't use it. Oh crap. Oh boy. Um, At least this one does have <laughs> button controls. That's
2: it, true. It, that's it's going to be strange. I. I, I I guess there's really no big games coming out this year that we didn't already know about. I I mean, Xbox has kind of got to play, but it's like six games that are brand new, and PlayStation doesn't really seem to have anything coming out. So it's going to be strange. Like, it's going to be great for, I don't know, probably people like us who just need to catch up on a lot of shit uh, that's just been like piling up. And Game Pass is like a great answer to that. But it it is weird that there's not going to be any really big system sellers i guess you could call them over the next little while from really anybody even nintendo doesn't have anything that's like no there's 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 no
0: there's no next gen seller this this fall um xbox is coming with a a game halo which everybody's excited for but they didn't still didn't put a stake in the ground and say it's this date you know five months away which is just weird um they didn't show uh, single player gameplay which is where they got hoisted last time which is like that's where they got to sell it because th- the last mm-hmm. time they showed a campaign, nobody cared for that campaign. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's one of those things. It's like, and then we do have um, Flight uh, Sim, which is um, only coming to series S and X. But those games are not going to be system showcases because even on high, they even said it's going to struggle to even get to 1440p on those systems. So they're not going to be showcases of of what we get. And then uh, PlayStation is probably going to have Horizon, Kina uh, maybe a couple other third party things, but none of them are going to be the. This is why you bought a next gen console. And that was, I think, the biggest, basic math is nothing this year from Xbox has really taken advantage of that box yet. And we're not getting anything until 2022. And that, to me, that's the biggest okay, then you really didn't have to buy an Xbox Series S or X this year because there's no games that you need to play it except for Flight Sim or Medium, which is now coming to PS4, which I find very weird because <laughs> that was the whole point of Medium was like, it's the only way you can play it. Now it's, it's coming in now last gen too. So and that's been the big heart of this. So we're going to get games that take advantage of these systems, um, but it's going to take the old systems to die. And that was, my, that, that was a hype moment. 2022, essentially, there's not many Xbox games one games coming in 2022, mm-hmm. and that made me very happy because I know everybody says the old systems are not, are holding them back, mm-hmm. but guess what? They wouldn't make the new systems if there wasn't a reason to have them, except play a little bit better and faster. So I'm I'm excited because mm-hmm. we're going to get Unreal Engine five most likely potentially in uh, in this, and we've got AMD is finally unlocking some ridiculous new settings in our new consoles, which can't even happen on last gen. So I, I that's where I'm like. I'm hoping we're getting there. We just didn't see anything to tell us that because all the games that were shown for 2022, it's all it's all um, trailers. So it's like once again, show me the money, not the funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, ex- ex- I, I mean, I'm stoked for Flight Simulator. I know I'm going to play it for like 20 minutes and get so frustrated and then instantly delete it because it's just no, no. So no you can play hard. it
0: longer. But I am to play to in Top Gun because
2: that, that like. you need the Need for Speed. Absolutely right right that that you 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 got me you got me there I, I, and i do appreciate that xbox really is only looking at the next six months mm-hmm. and not like here's what's coming in 2023 because we kind of already know like we see we kind of had the roadmap, um uh, but those games all seem very far away so hopefully they prove us wrong and they like come out swinging in the next few years with like fable perfect dark a new splinter Cell, maybe uh and you know Absolutely. just some new fun exciting games I forgot that Horizon's actually coming out this year. I, I actually I do because it.
0: they've been programming. They even said that we've made this game on a PS4. It just has to be optimized for that system. And because, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that game came out. Right. Breath of the Wild did. I mean, it's four years to make a game where there are some enhancements, but it doesn't look like it's, you know, changing the game mm-hmm. uh, in a way where you you couldn't do it. But there's things that's going to look better on PS5. So I could see that being in October. I think they just don't want to say too early like when they had Last of Us 2, where they said, oh, it's indefinitely de- mm-hmm. delayed, and then two months later, and it's coming in a month. <laughs> so I think they're just holding guns. gun. Plus, they want to have something to talk about, because mm-hmm. now everybody's already shown their cards. Now Sony can say, okay, in August, we're going to have something cool to talk about. So you've already forgotten about E3. Now here's something cool to think about when you're actually going to buy some new games and things coming forward. So it's, it's a different thing. Yeah, but that's a map. For, For yeah. sure. And Xbox must be going real hard yeah. this fall with Halo.
2: I mean, they've already spent their marketing yeah. budget last year on it when it was in 7-Eleven and everywhere, <laughs> and then they pulled it back, which was such a bummer. But man, I, I, I am really rooting for that game. Just the trailer looks so damn good. And I just want Halo back. I think the free I, multiplayer I, I love is going to do so, really, so much.
1: really like a lot of good for that game, like just to get people in because like Todd, you, you kind of nailed it, like the last story campaign. The last couple of story campaigns, no one's really cared about. So a great way to counter that is just being like, okay, well, if you don't care about the story mode, then you don't have to, like, you don't have to buy this game, just free to play. Here's some stuff. There might be probably, I'm guessing cosmetic DLC or whatever, but like, yeah, you want to play Halo. All your friends are playing Halo, like frigate jump into play Halo. There's no barrier. Like I I think that's such a brilliant move, like not even tying it into like Game Pass or something. It's just like straight up free to play. Let's go.
0: So that's that's a badass move. I think they have to, though, because there hasn't been Halo noise in almost six years. And how many other games are doing multiplayer that have captured everyone's minds that are really excited to have Battle Royale modes and all these things? And Halo is loved by sorry, guys. A much older generation it's not loved by this generation you got to get them off Fortnite. you got to get them off of apex legends you got to get them off of mm-hmm. i don't know knockout city you've got to get them off of well now you've got another call of duty probably coming up this fall you've got battlefield which i don't know how that game has this chance of paying, you know charging full price no. for only and that's what i was only. just thinking i was uh, like yeah yeah the, what, what are they thinking yeah but halo did look good i mean i'm not good at halo multiplayer and um and i'm hoping they're going to make it noob friendly and they do have that new mode which they're talking about it's kind of like the training area and things like that um yeah i just need to feel good about playing for a while make me feel good don't make me get headshot 85 times in a row because that will not make me feel good but it did look cool in that samurai armor i'm Mm out i want to get samurai armor please Mm
1: -hmm. absolutely uh Yeah. So let's let's move on to the next thing. And so did I have a man moment? Okay. Did I have a moment? Oh, I thought. Yeah, you you said that your your man moment was the. Okay, keep going with another one.
0: I thought you were okay, so it. I'm going to, I'm going to, no, no, I mean, I am, I mean, I can just tell you Capcom was boring, okay. uh, was was not no need to do their event. Square Enix was bland. I actually thought Guardians of the Galaxy was a Ubisoft game for some reason, I because I completely forgot it was in the Square Enix event. Um, but yeah, my, my, my biggest meh moment was Starfield, the game that everybody's talking about. They showed us a trailer once again that showed us nothing what this game is going to be. And then they had to go, uh, I think, an hour later. Then they had interviews, and they told us actually what it was about. I'm like, what a wasted opportunity that you have to actually go to an interview or a website to see what this stupid game is about. And they said it's it's uh, Skyrim in space. And I'm like, well, that not that what The Outer Worlds is? So I'm just hesitant to really get excited about this game and think it's the, the coming of Jesus because, I'm sorry, but Bethesda's last couple of big games have been kind of... Not the best things in the world. Fallout 76 took how long to get good? Mm-hmm. Fallout 4 was kind of more of the same of Fallout 4. Skyrim was 11 years ago, and their engine, they're supposed to get a new engine. So I want to be proven that that new engine is good, not horrible. And there's a reason why we're going to be doing something cool. Because if we're not flying ships in, in, in Starfield, like I said, it's going to feel like the Outer Worlds. So I just want to be proven wrong with that game. But right now it's meh. You had, you had everybody at odds, and then it's coming out in November of next year. I don't even know if I believe that. Yeah, that's Come it. Well, we know that they'll, <laughs> they'll just release a, a buggy
2: game. game so it doesn't really matter. It's good or, or a mess. <laughs> they don't care. They're like, man, <laughs> yeah. we'll yeah. we'll fix it yeah. We'll fix Absolutely. it two years from now. We don't we don't give a shit. Yeah, it's a, it's like that guy.
1: Was it that that's tape and it's like the leaky barrel and he just slaps the tape on it and it's just like yeah. I feel like that's Bethesda. It's just like the barrels leak in, but they're still going to be like, yeah, you know what? Slap a early release date on it. And let's, let's fix that later. We'll fix the barrel. Don't worry about it. Everything's great. As
0: long as your dragon can say, it can be Randy, Macho Man, Savage in a mod. That's all we care about. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, <laughs> so, uh yeah, why not? I mean, I, I'm into everybody it. Everybody loves mods, uh, and you'll be able to do that in 4K with ray tracing. He's
1: got Macho Man Ruby Savage right there. Oh, that oh, the is original, I love that.
0: <laughs> I, I love cannot it. I love believe it. you just pulled that
1: off
2: your shelf. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, just pulling
0: pull, yeah. pulling all kinds of things out. That's why you should Absolutely. watch the video. You never know what he's going to pull out next. <laughs> he may even lie just to get you to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that big. Uh, <laughs> Madam, Madam Webb was really and believe me, Madam <laughs> Webb was finally revealed last episode on Secret Friends Unite. So if you want to see what she looks like, turn in. Yes. Yes. Uh, so let's talk
1: about something we thought we'd see, but we didn't see. Like and and we, we really expected to see this stuff. This isn't like something like Wave Race that I wanted to see, but like never really thought was gonna happen. But like for me, either Jedi Fallen Order 2 or I really thought we'd see a little bit more Indiana Jones. They're the two ones uh, the two big standouts for me. What about you guys? Todd, let's uh, let's start with you this time. Is there something that stood out that you like just
0: really just expected to be there? Wow, good question. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I think about it, it's really uh what I put out in Nintendo, you know, my my vibes there. I'm like there's got to be a big game this fall, so what's it going to be? I'm like it's got to be Mario Kart 9, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because... And I know people say, why would they do that? Can you keep making money of it? But guess what? Everybody that's already bought Mario Kart 8 is not going to keep buying copies of Mario Kart 8. They just aren't because they don't need to. But they will buy a copy of Mario Kart 9. So essentially, they could sell an extra 40 million copies. There's a there's a, a diminishing return of just well, the same game that nobody has cared or, or gotten back into or whatever. Um, but for some I just reason, Mario a Kart 8
1: is still like... I think it's number four right now on the eShop... Like it's still selling so well. So,
0: yeah, but the sells. attach rate is significantly declining. It's, it used to be like one to one, now it's like right. one for every four or five. Or something like that in that range. So, but you guys will buy a new copy of Mario Kart oh, Nine. Yeah. You're not going to keep buying Mario Kart yeah. Eight. So that's what. So that's what I'm saying. It's, right. it's it's just like buying a new Switch. More people will buy a new Switch than more of the same switches, uh, because it's something you don't own. And Nintendo fans are ridiculous. They'll buy two copies of Mario Kart Nine or whatever. So um, I just think it's a lost opportunity. I just think it's them not realizing that it's not hard to um, please Nintendo fans. Just add a couple new things. Call it Ultimate and call it a day and people will buy them. So I just thought that was a big, big miss that they had no big game unless you count Pokemon, which typically they kind of treat separately. Mm-hmm. Rock, what about you? Yeah,
2: there's, there was a number of things that stick out uh, cuphead. No DLC was very, very weird. I, I just don't know where yeah. that game is now with the Netflix show coming, uh, and, three months or two months i i would expect to hear something i, I i'm envisioning at this point it's probably being reworked into cuphead 2
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: and then relaunching sometime in the future netflix is getting into gaming so maybe they've cut a new deal with cuphead maybe they want to be that like exclusive on their new platform who knows if netflix really is streaming games Cuphead could be a good option, especially with the show. Maybe that's where the new Splinter Cell is going to go too. Who knows? And no, I did not expect to see Splinter Cell at the E3 because <laughs> uh, I'm smarter than that, and I've been disappointed for so long. Okay, <laughs> but that's a huge one that just seemed missing to me. And then Beyond right. Good and Evil too is just another one that was like, where is that game? And again, I th- I think that one's being completely it's. it's either can, it's either canceled it's canned or because the director all of
0: that game left who is really behind it. So Michelle on whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah. The, the Frenchie. It, it was super weird that they're going to go prequel anyways. It just
2: felt really strange, especially when the game ended on such a cliffhanger. I, and I love that game. I really think they could have done a good job with it. It just felt very, yeah, it was a strange choice. So I, I don't think we're going to probably see that game at all in the future, but maybe, Hopefully, but yeah, those are the two like ones that really stood out to me. I, I'm shocked we didn't see Halo single player. That is kind of also weird, but maybe we'll see that tomorrow. I would imagine to, so, yeah. more yeah. on that Xbox sideshow on the. I would hope so. It's coming. Yeah, that's really all that was stood out. Everwild, but that yeah. was kind of announced. It so, was being redone. I think too. let's
1: finish things off. We went through some mad moments. We went through some stuff that we didn't see is there anything else standing out that's highlights? Maybe not like your, your biggest hype moment, but like any other highlights for you guys through the weekend, uh, you know, that, that, that we saw that that's kind of standing out for you guys. Like for, for me, the big one that wasn't my, my highest type moment, but was pretty close. Mario plus rabbits 2. Like that was such a surprise. I love the first game. Um, that was that was like a huge moment for me that was just like a little leaked beforehand sure but still seeing it in action and just seeing how good it looked in the humor was like just just amazing for me
2: uh, th- i can't wait for that game man i i love that that first one was so well done and it had no right just to just be supp- that good
0: so that was that was definitely i'm just disappointed that they didn't one. put um sam fisher in that game Rabbids plus Sham Fisher plus Blinter Cell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not?
2: Um, I, I really liked um, Shredder, looks really cool. The snowboarding game, uh, that looks really fun. That kind of stood out to me. I love snowboarding games, and we haven't really had one in a while. Steep was not what I was expecting. It was far too, took itself far too seriously. I just hope this is a very arcade snowboarding game, and I'm all the way in. Uh, and then another one is I'm just really excited for 12 minutes too. Uh, I'm really glad that we got to see more of that game and that it's coming so soon because it looks one of a, like a one of a kind experience. And I, I, I heard it's only 12 that. minutes
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: you can do a lot in 12 minutes. Okay. Any, any married um, man can tell you that. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs>
1: Mm. <laughs> i got in trouble for cursing a couple of times on this show and this has gone completely off so innuendo yeah, mark innuendo oh, it's, sure, it's, it's okay. called it's being intelligent, it's intelligent and sexy another one for me was was it replaced is that is it like the uh, the pixel uh, yes. art? kind of looking that that looks amazing
0: since they didn't want to make the last night remember that game they showed a couple xbox uh uh, games before it was like that weird cool pixel noir art this is like the second coming of that game with like um just but it's action adventure it's not just like a a a side scrolling it's got gunplay and and traversal i am so excited for that mark that looks so good it's is that coming this fall or is that like no no release date
1: Okay. I can't remember if there was a release date on it, so I don't want to say for sure. Not not a hundred percent sure.
0: And speaking of which, that chart we saw of the games that are coming out, it says Gunk twenty twenty one. We did not see that game. Yeah, Is it really coming no. this fall?
1: You know what? We'll uh, reach out maybe to our friends at Zoink and see what's up with that one.
0: Inquiring minds want to know. The Gunk. I'll gunk gunk
1: it looks great man i i'm, I I'm forgot excited it be. i was surprised that they didn't show it off but they did mention it that was the weird thing it was it was in that graphic but like nothing shown so it was uh, yeah that's that's one of those weird e3 mysteries of like how the hell did that get on the graphic but like wasn't anywhere
0: Yeah, it, it was a weird change. It was just like, did I miss that in the conference? I was asking America, I'm like, did I miss yeah, it? I,
1: I went back and yeah. watched the whole thing just because I was trying to find it. Like that was it was weird.
0: It, so weird.
2: Can, can can we talk about like just the the biggest W two F of the whole thing? <laughs> is how is Death Stranding getting <laughs> a director's cut, guys? Who that, I was who wondering cut him in the first place.
0: The the power of the PS4 did not have enough power to make cardboard boxes. So his director cut is to get those cardboard boxes with the power (laughs) of the SSD and DualSense.
1: Yeah, it's like it's a Kojima production like that was the whole point of him making this studio was so like no one was gonna be the director for his like he was the director he was in charge and so so just the name of a director's cut what call this the definitive edition or anything other than that but yeah you're right director's cuts usually sounds like someone made him make a choice that he didn't want to make and this is his true vision for it and it's like Who the hell's holding you back, dude? Like, nobody. You can be as weird as you want to be, and you were. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) Zack Snyder cut out parts. (laughs) So now we're getting a Gojima cut. See, see, there you go. Zack Snyder's always getting in there, missing things around. Who knows? I'll be skipping that one. Uh, Now you can... You couldn't get the boxes through the doors in the game, so that's why there's no interiors. Now you get the boxes in the doors. So that's the big part. There you go. So you solved it. Yeah. 100%. I thought it was a joke at first. Yeah. Bold move. Thought it was a bold See, move. You know, plays out but so- Here we are. Yes, yes. um So uh, I, a couple of things that stood out to me. um In Devolver Digital, they had a game called Trek to Yomi. I'm not sure if you guys saw this. This is a side-scrolling Uh, a kurosawa game it's black and white samurais looked beautiful looked gorgeous once again this is devolver digital the guys are eating chili dogs and acting crazy and weird and then they make some of these games that just don't fit their model like fall guys and things like this so that game just really stood out to me if you like ghost of Tsushima, Mm -hmm. this feels like the proper kurosawa uh samurai game and i was just like wow this is unexpected cool
1: yeah Yeah, i I did hear some some chatter about that one i didn't see the devolver uh conference that's when i still have to go back and watch but i did hear some people talking about that just as like they were comparing it to ghosts and saying like you know the the um curacao like the black and white mode in that game was like cool but they didn't quite take it enough like far enough and this kind of like went above and beyond what they wanted from that and and just yeah like is, is doing what that should have been so yeah I've, I've i've heard some hype but i haven't seen anything from it so i'm looking forward to uh to diving into to to what that game's is about
2: yeah it's it's really it looks neat yeah so check out though it's the same it's the same team that made hmm, shadow is warrior it? though which that's uh, surprisingly uh, is definitely oh, that's surprising.
0: okay. Yeah. awesome yeah <laughs> Uh, but otherwise, yeah. And then the last game that I thought really, really, and I've seen this game before, but I did not know if this game was ever going to come out. It's called atomic heart. I don't know if you guys saw this. This is like a weird Russian, like first person shooter type of game, but it almost feels like Bioshock in Mm -hmm. a way. And it just feels so different. It has such a different, like take on that type of environment that I'm like, wow, this looks cool. And it's coming to game pass. So, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's a, a train wreck, at least can not pay for it and experience the train wreck. So I I'm I'm down.
1: Game pass is just, Oh man, there was so much stuff that it was just like, I'm, I'm happy that game pass exists so I can try this because there was either, it was either stuff that wouldn't be on my radar to begin with, or looks kind of weird that I'm not sure if I'd spend money on it. And I like, you can even tell by like some of the trailers, like this is a game that's going to get anything from like a four to a 10 on the review scale. Like, and I just don't know where I'd fall within that range. So like, ah, geez, I love game pass. It's, it's such a great value and uh, lets me explore so many weird and wonderful little experiences that I I probably would have missed. It's and and this E3 for me, and especially like Xbox's showcase. And that's why, like, we're not going to go through like who won, I don't think, but like for me, like Microsoft had such a great showing because of the power of Game Pass and like what that provides. So it was like every single thing, whether it was for me or not for me, it was like, well, even if this is completely outside my norm, like I still might check this out. And like we saw earlier, like I downloaded a game on my phone while Todd was talking about it because it just sounded so weird, and it had completely fallen off like under my radar. So, um, yeah, like the, I, I love that that kind of stuff.
0: This is the year that Game Pass finally. Uh, gets the promise that it's been giving us. Game Pass has been a lot of old games, like, hey, here's 10 Bethesda games you played five years ago. Don't really care about that. I want the first party games that, we, that mm-hmm. we've that we been promised, and I think we're going to finally get that with um, Psychonauts, yeah. which starts in August, and that's the first one. And we get uh, Flight Sim, and then we get Halo, and it, just from there, we're going to get the first party games delivering on a regular cadence. They said they want a game a quarter, which when you've got 23 studios, you can do four games a year and then everybody gets six years to make a game. That's amazing. Um, and then it's the new games that are coming out to this. <laughs> you don't have just one new AAA game or A game maybe once every three months. You're getting one every month. So that, like I said, this is where Game Pass finally fulfills its its promise because to me it felt like Netflix where it was kind of like, it's a grab bag of stuff. Yeah, you can try stuff to fill your time, but these are must play games. And that is where this is the differentiating. This is where they are earning your 15 bucks versus before it was just like, here's all the old games and maybe there's something you can find versus there's probably a a banger every month and you would have paid 60 bucks for it versus it was a $10 Game Pass deal or something back in the day. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the difference. It's finally getting its promise now, um, which I appreciate. And I think that to your point, yes, it showed off. And if you own an Xbox there's very few games you have to buy but those games you have to buy i mean are the biggest games that are in the industry call of duty assassins creed all those games you're still going to have to shell out the 70 bucks so but this means you don't have to pay for xbox games you just pay for those games that are on game pass mm-hmm.
1: But you'd be paying anyway if you're on another platform so
0: absolutely yeah yeah it's great My goodness. Well, um, well, we've got more games coming up, more stuff. I'm assuming Nintendo will have uh, have their uh, Smash reveal, on the 28th, more about the character. Mm-hmm. Who I'm actually happy about the character. Many people probably weren't. We've got uh, EA, like I said, the 22nd. Uh, then we've got a Steam event this week um, where there's going to be lots of demos and things as well if you're in the PC world. So, yeah, I mean, and we're going to get more stuff popping up as the summer pro- progresses. And um, and I did see a Doug Bowser um. Uh, appearance out of the blue he was at three house oh i'm like okay. i've not seen doug balls in like two yeah. years yeah yeah i, uh, he w- I watched yeah. a
1: tiny tiny bit of the metroid bit but uh that's that's about it
0: well good deal everyone well that is it for the show before we go brock tell people you know what you do and where they can find you on the interwebs
2: Well, you can find me on Twitter at Brock McLaughlin. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm Brock McLaughlin. I'm pretty much everything. Uh, sometimes I write. You can find me doing a bunch of freelance stuff. I just post the articles on my Twitter. That's the best place to reach me. During the day, I work in kids entertainment uh, on shows like Paw Patrol. So if you have young kids, you probably know what I mean. Uh, and no... I, 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 what am I going to say? I'm sad. There was no Paw Patrol game revealed at E3. Uh, I know we have a movie coming out this year, so big miss, I think. Uh, but other than that, you know, yeah, that's where I am. So that's what I do during the day when I'm
0: not playing games. Read awesome. Chronicles. Well, thanks for being on Brock. This has been a pleasure. You've already been on Holocron Chronicles, and we're going to invite you to be thanks on Seek Friends Unite and talk about things that aren't video games because you have a shelf on your background where, if you guys are watching this right now, the show. I see a Hellboy. I see Batman. I see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You are uh, making all making me really excited. <laughs> well, your shelf is <laughs> sweet. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. That's just fine. Just this. let my show the talk, do the talking. Right you don't need uh, me. I like it. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, that is it for the show. So Mark, before we go, tell people where they can find us.
1: Well, you can find all things Seeker Friends Unite over on our shiny new website that we're updating and, and adding things to all the time. Uh, that is SeekerFriendsUnite.com. We just started. We're We're pushing for more written content over there. Uh, and, and we've started adding some news, some reviews. We're getting some op-ed pieces there. Uh, if you'd like to contribute, let us know. Send us a DM or uh, or, or find us on Twitter. And, and you can find us there at SeekerFriendsU or I'm at the underscore Canerdian and Todd is at T-Oxtra. Let us know if you have any ideas. We are uh, open to to contributors. Uh, of course, I already mentioned, you can subscribe and, uh, and follow along the video podcast for everything. I think we've done a, a show of every flavor now, aside from code 47 and Charlie's going to be getting on that very, very soon. So, uh, yeah, YouTube, uh, find secret friends and help us get to a hundred subscribers so we can get that shiny, beautiful custom URL. Uh, and of course you can find the secret friends podcast network on any podcast service around the globe. And if we missed one, let us know. Cause I think we're on the, you know, Apple, Spotify, Google, all that kind of stuff, but uh, there's a million out there. So uh, if, if we, we need to be somewhere, let us know there. Cause uh, again, that's something we're, we're really trying to get all the shows on all the different networks and uh, it's a, it's a work in progress, but we're, we're getting there. So uh, thanks for having some patience with us. Of course you can find shirts and more over at our T public store. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, everywhere we're getting out there
0: yes and more to come and we will promise to wear secret friends and co-op mode and holocron swag on future shows so you'll know what they look like so yeah so that is it for the show hopefully everybody had a good time you were more informed about e3 hopefully you don't hate me because I made fun of uh pokemon snap but you know what folks always remember it's always better to game together